I'm Scott Blakeman, getting through this on Manhattan's Upper East Side. And I'm Tom Saunders in New York's Flatiron District. On December 29th of last year, our listeners heard one of the most remarkable podcasts in the history of English literature. In it, you, Scotty, revealed that you had received a copy of The Power Broker. Robert Caro's giant biography of the New York Parks Commissioner and urban planner Robert Moses. At that time, the most astonishing part of the story was that you had planned to put aside your yet-to-be-read copies of the Johnny Carson biography and the Great Influenza and commit yourself to reading the 1,165-page tome cover to cover. I'm sure everyone who listened to that podcast remembers where they were and what they were doing, and even possibly what they were wearing. Cut to Saturday, March 4th of this year. My girlfriend Sandy and I went out to a movie together for the first time since before the pandemic. We walked from her bed and breakfast in Hunter, New York, to a nearby multiplex theater where we saw Turn Every Page, that documentary about the decades-long professional relationship between Caro and his editor, Robert Gottlieb. To say that this story is humbling for a writer such as myself makes a mockery of the word humbling. It is notably a story about the attention to details, such as commas and semicolons, but for me, for me, Scotty, it was a saga celebrating monumental industriousness, summed up with a German word used in a movie but never defined, Zitzfleisch. I happen to know the word from when I lived in Germany in the 1970s, and it's one word I never forgot because it describes an ability I've long envied and felt that I've lacked, Zitzfleisch. Literally translated as sit meat means the ability to sit for lengthy periods of time, staying focused and working hard on anything from writing a biography to solving a gnarly math equation and not stopping until the job is done, even if it means, well, even if it means writing 1,165 pages of text. Now I'm forced to wonder after all these years, is it too late for us to acquire Zitzfleisch? And could the answer simply be a new type of padded pants, similar to, in theory, to padded bicycle shorts. Well, today's episode is the second of the past three to feature a word from another language. Previously, we spoke of the flaneur, the French word with no suitable English translation that describes who we are, Tommy, urban spectators who marvel at the people and places they see on the city strolls. And today, why, today you've brought us the German term Zitzfleisch, which also cannot be satisfactorily translated into English, which suits me because now I can say I speak German. When I saw an early screening of Turn Every Page, followed by a Q&A with Robert Caro and director Lizzie Gottlieb, I too was filled with admiration for the author's work ethic and meticulous attention to detail, two qualities I, I can't say I usually measure up to. Well, I I can say it, but it, it wouldn't be accurate. Soon after that, my girlfriend Ginger thoughtfully gifted me two copies of The Power Broker so I could read it at both of our residences without lugging it back and forth. So now, Tommy, it is up to this reader to sum it up all the zitzfleisch I can muster to focus long enough and finish for the remaining 1,000 pages of this remarkable <laughs> tome. 
Yes, Scotty, this is a, an ongoing saga, really, between for both of us, really, this this monumental work of uh, by uh, Robert Caro. And we're not the only people to be obsessed with this writer. Uh, uh, not that we are obsessed, by the way. We think about many other things besides. Uh, oh Robert yes, we Carrow. have plenty of room. But we uh, we've been very influenced, and 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 uh, I, I you know, look up to him. And now, Tommy, you have um, uh, entered this world, and and now that you've seen the documentary, mm-hmm. this is a uh, this is something that we bring down the fourth wall. But you confided in me in a text message yeah. that you dreamed, or perhaps uh, now that you have the book. You can uh, read it to your girlfriend, Sandy, at night over the next several years. Yes. Which I thought of as a marvelous, touching, and and also illuminating and and quite powerful uh, image. Well, that's the plan, Scotty. Every night, or perhaps there'll be nights where I you know, can't do it for some reason or another. So I yeah. can't commit to every single night. I, I may be injured or something uh, or, or and in a helicopter being <laughs> flown to Albany Hospital. I, I hope that doesn't happen. But oh, I just no. want to Hopefully put that much out more there that, less that, difficult reason. Or That's or, right. That's right. Uh, but uh, if that doesn't happen, then every night I will slap the big uh, uh, book out from wherever I store it. And uh, and read yet some more and uh, 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 a little bit further into it as a bedtime story, just sort of and 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 read it aloud, and that way I can focus on it. She'll fall asleep right away, and uh, so it may take um, more than ten years. We don't. Well, it's a win-win because as you know, Sandy falls asleep. Yeah, car rides. So this is actually better than falling asleep during car rides because then you you it's all up to you to be eyes on the road and all that stuff. But now, maybe perhaps I'm, this is just, I've just thought yeah. of this. If you can induce Sandy to sleep by reading The Power Broker. By the way, this is not because this book is in any way uh, not mesmerizing and no. powerful, which it is. Any book would serve that function. Uh, but maybe that would enable her to stay awake during car rides. Well, th- that's, uh, that's another, uh, uh, that's an interesting question. Like how much sleep can, uh, can a person get? I mean, we <laughs> often talk about how people get, not enough sleep. In this case, she absolutely is true. Sandy, uh, as soon as I get in the car and I turn on any of the news stations, because I love to listen to news shows. Uh, I have Sirius XM radio in the car, so uh, I can listen to CNN and MSNBC and all those sort of shows, NPR. And um, But right away, she falls asleep. She loves it. She She actually doesn't even think she can fall asleep without hearing uh, people talking in the background is perfect it's for me because I, I, I used to have to always worry about um, uh, my wife getting annoyed by the by the news shows I'd walk, watch. But Sandy loves it. And, and actually, it's even a problem for me because sometimes she'll turn on the news and I want to sleep, but I can't. But she <laughs> falls asleep. So there's that element to it. That's all. Yes. another story. Yes, but Tommy, what you've done, and, and not, not, not necessarily burying the lead, because right. everything else you said should be a headline too, but you have just invented a new iteration of the audiobook. Yes. This, in this case, you are doing the audioing. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's or, right. In, in, in the, yeah, you it, need not purchase one from one of these sites and play it and hear a very trained announcer. And then Moses would, no, you're reading it. So the question is, Tommy, do you get paid for reading it to Sandy, or should you? And will the unions be up yeah. in arms if you don't? Yeah. Well, I that's a that's one of those questions that you know that 
I, I, I'm going to, uh, what's the expression? I'll deal with that when I get to it. Yeah. Uh, or well, you'll cross, cross that, that bridge, bridge when you come to it. When I come to it. Yeah. But uh, uh, I, I think you're right. I think I have to, I, I will tell you this. I don't expect her to pay me. Uh, uh, the, no. the payment I get is the joy of reading aloud as, as a parent might to, my, to, to her children, his children. I used to get read to by my mom. We all did. The, the, we treasure those memories. Here I can give back to the, uh, to the listening world. You know, I guess you can't say the reading world, but the listening world. And, um, yeah. and, and also I, I can read it myself. I think because sometimes when you read things out loud, you focus better. Oh, absolutely. Well, I kind of read it out loud, even as I, I mean, to myself as I read. And, and you know, I've, I've always admired Robert Carroll. When I did see him at this event, I had yeah. not yet begun reading The Power Broker. And I did want to approach him, even though he was surrounded by people. I probably could have, but I, I, I didn't, I just didn't want to say, I admire your work ethic. I want to come back and see him say, I admire your work. And I love the book because I wonder if he feels like uh, everyone talks about his work ethic or how yeah. he does outlines and writes by hand and then does it and goes to Texas for three years. So yeah. what Philcom's like all very admirable, but in the end he wants to know that people love the book and I, I'm uh. loving the book now, uh, whatever his process is. And by the way, Tom, just as a quick aside, yeah. again, I <laughs> funny coming for me, not being mm -hmm. a, a reader as Robert Gottlieb uh, calls himself. Uh, there are long, other long books. I remember growing up, Gravity's Rainbow by Thomas Pynchon in yes. high school. That's probably a, a plus thousand pager. Yeah. But no one really uh, uh, talked about his ethic work. Maybe, and that's a great book, I, I've told. But what if some of these books shouldn't be a thousand pages? Now, in the case of The Power <laughs> Broker, it should be because yeah. they even cut 400 pages from it. Because it literally, as they said in the documentary, it wouldn't even fit the binding. The binding would fall, fall apart. apart. There was no, literally no way of publishing a book that long. And they didn't yeah. think it could be two volumes that people would watch, would want to read two volumes about yeah. Robert Moses. So they cut, and, and, and Robert Gottlieb cut out all, what is it, 600 pages, and they were good pages. They oh, yeah, it wasn't good. because they didn't belong. Yeah, so it wasn't, uh, it didn't, it didn't really... Yeah, it, it, it just they had to cut out a certain number of pages and that's what they did. But they but certainly they could have left them in and, and nobody would have known, you know, people would have been that much in, more enriched. I will say this, Scotty. Yes. About uh, about the the uh, the whole thing of of, uh, you know, the, the work ethic. And and I, I do have to say, I mean, that that really is what the movie concentrate on, as well as the interestingness of the subject matter and yeah. and so on. But his dedication, that really is part of the remarkable story. Yeah, you know, and dedication and, to every, as they say, in every semicolon. I mean, that's the way and, and, and everything every should word. be. And again, not that we, you know, in our lifetimes, in our work, we have applied uh, a certain rigor, but the question of sitting down for hours and hours and hours, time, that's something that uh, I could lay down for hours at a time, <laughs> eight or nine. I'm not even sure I could do that. But That's probably called sleep, though. I don't yeah. know if I can get credit for that. <laughs> uh, and I used to be able to sit in front of a TV for hours and hours. I don't, I don't even have that capability anymore. But uh, uh, I do think when you, you were talking about you saw him in person, what yeah. you didn't say, you didn't, you wanted to go up and say, hey, you know, uh, well, uh, I enjoyed your book, but I do think that uh, it was good that you, what you didn't do is you, you didn't try to kid him like, like, hey, are you working hard or hardly working? 
Like, you don't, you, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to say that to, Robert, to a Robert Carroll. No, no, you don't want to. You can get away with that, you know. Some somebody else, maybe. yeah, some guy at the at the diner who's who's yeah. you know you know you see him every day and and you got that kind of relation and it's not really that hard to work at a diner uh, the way Robert because you know a lot of times they'll be refilling the sugar they, and they won't even be doing that the diner workers so then is a good time to use that then phrase that yeah I didn't know quite what what to say and but also <laughs> to sort of say <laughs> didn't read the book yet but and I thought you know let me come back. And uh, and then and or find, see him on one of his walks or something, and just say, I love the book. Is it? Uh, uh, but but it was inspiring, and it is inspiring. And as our listeners know, this is an ongoing saga, as you yeah. point out, Tommy, in your early words today. Yeah, uh, I could not finish, which is laughably short compared to this with large type <laughs> the Johnny Carson book. I could probably now read. Uh, with one eye closed <laughs> and w- on one leg, yeah. and, you know, but yet that, that was, I feared it or I just couldn't complete it all yep. these years. And then now I've, I've, you know, this is Mount Everest and no, uh, yes. I'm going to do it. climbed even 60 pages of this Mount Everest, which yeah. is essentially each page is like about uh, 20 feet. Uh, of Mount Everest. That's, well, it's I mean, packed. There's no page that, and by the way, I did, I don't know if we, I revealed this to our listeners. And again, I, I, let me emphasize that the book is riveting, Yeah. Uh, but it, and especially for me as a reader, it takes, I am on page 167, which as I said, 1,000 left. But yeah. To some people that would say 1,000 left, but uh, I always say the 10 pages a day rule, it's 100 days. That's, you know, that's- Well, he uh, would write five day pages a day. So, yeah, that, uh, 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 you know, that at least keeps ahead of his writing. Yeah, uh, that's so the you'll, Eventually, that. someday you'll catch up once yeah. you start reading the LBJ, the five volumes of on LBJ that he also wrote that was, uh, uh, is par- a part of the Robert Carroll oeuvre. Yes, yes. Uh, and and so it is fascinating just to be a part of it. And, and, yeah. and, uh, and Oh, and you again, are a part I, of it, Scotty. Yeah, yeah and I-, and I and again, it's a wonderful book. I've even now I know so much about it's really the history of the time, not just about Bob Moses as he refers to him as. So, uh, yeah, it's, I'm looking at it right now, Tommy, because you can't look at it now. It in the Scott. apartment, if you have anything less than a five bedroom apartment, the book will be very readily seen. So, I'm looking <laughs> at it right here. It's furniture, Tommy. I've actually had to remove a, I removed a coffee table just so I could have room for my. Power broker book, but happily so. Yeah, ha- happily indeed, and 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 it should be prominently displayed, as it was pointed out oh. in the documentary. Many pundits have it prominently displayed behind them. Just it's just a sort of a symbol of seriousness. Yes, yeah, and, absolutely. And, and, yes, and, and they have many of them haven't read it, so you know I'm ahead of that. Many that's of those right. uh, pundits. You've got and, uh, yeah, and I will say, and this is something that I would like to tease again for a future podcast, a topic we've. Uh, you know, discussed many times and, and as we should, procrastination. And this is where I think we've learned so much. It's almost been like analysis doing this podcast because yeah. the more we talk about procrastination, why yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think what we've discovered, Tommy, we lack on some occasions, not all, focus. Yes. Which is different. Now, lacking focus is not the same as, ah, I'll do it tomorrow. No, no. We say we want to do it now, but we can only do so much of it. At yeah. this moment, that's all, which is totally different than, yeah, no, I'll, I'll get to it. No, no, no. We want to do it, and we do, but not to the extent that a, a Bob Caro does. No. A colloquial called him Bob. Uh, but so, again, well, this is another breakthrough along the procrastination is. research. 
It absolutely is part of the, well, the procrastination uh, nation, we talked about the, yeah. the, uh, the procrastination yeah. uh, would be the title of a book that we will someday write. Yes, and, I see the design, the cover already yeah. is basically finished. That's right. And, and because we're not alone, uh, there have been times in my life when I've been very glad that I've not done that. I postponed doing something. Yeah. Uh, and, and it turned out, thank God I did. And uh, uh, those times are, are rare, but they're, you know, uh, they do make me feel, as, as you say, better about being a procrastinator. And maybe that's, but th that's sort of one of those things. I, I, I agree. I'm going to uh, um, make myself feel better. I'm going to embrace my procrastination one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've talked about the non-interventions that we've staged on this podcast where yeah. there's no reason to make you change what you're doing, whatever right. the case may be enjoying a croissant or cinnamon yep. buns uh i don't you know, I, hey that's one thing i don't yeah. procrastinate scotty no and that is interesting like i don't go you know i'll have a cinnamon bun uh maybe a tomorrow or the next you know just keep putting it off and putting it off that cinnamon yeah. bun what is it about cinnamon buns that's different from the johnny carson book or yeah. or any, any number of uh uh, 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 oh, these these this mail I need to respond to official this and that. Yeah, um, but also you want to respond in a way. You know, there are the uh, the flip side of people that mm -hmm. we know who just don't even get any thought. Just do it. Just do it. Just forget. Just go and just do it. Yeah. And that doesn't always work out because then no. you may actually make huge errors by not noticing something. That's right. Oh, you filled it out. Oh, I, I did it too quickly, I guess. And so yeah. Uh, so I look again. I'm not saying here's the procrastination, but I'm saying let's we the well, what I'm saying is it's a little awkward for me to say, it, but we've become the foremost researchers in the field. Yes, I think that's, yeah. that's I mean, that's, you know, again, it's hard to say, but well, it's our know. lived experience, Scotty, which yeah. is so much more valuable than just experience. Exactly. It's the experience you you have while you're still alive. Yeah, uh, actually, I'm not sure what the difference is, but the fact is, it is our lived experience and that we are. Uh, 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 being procrastinators, and no one can tell us. Uh, and also, I think uh, if somebody, uh, if some character in a movie or television uh, drama or comedy, for that matter, is a procrastinator, I believe it should be played by an actual procrastinator. <laughs> yes, because in the past, you never know. You never, you never know. That. Yeah, yeah, and, that's and, the only and, and area they don't where get it right. Could... You know, the, you can tell the person isn't really a procrastinator. It's yeah, fake. In the act, even a good actor, even a Meryl Streep. Yeah, you know, yeah. no, may, I mean, maybe a Meryl Streep can can pull it off. No, I agree. With that. I mean, that's the only area where I believe in that kind of casting. Every other thing, I think it doesn't yeah. matter who you are, as long as you're a good actor. But this case, yes, it should be played by a procrastinator. By an and actual so, procrastinator. An actual procrastinator. And also just to understand the world of procrastinator. You know, most people, right. it's such a cursory examination. Oh, yeah, you're the people who just keep putting things off. Well, no, there's so much more to it. And again, uh, we want to improve, too. And I and that what, what Carol has, not just the focus, yeah. but his dedication to social justice too really which is drip drive well that's a, that, that yeah. you know I which mean, that, that we do have that i feel <laughs> that we do yeah. have and, yeah. and plenty that it's the but it's the zitzfleisch scotty and i it, when i was talking about those uh, um special padded pants that yeah. was a serious um yeah uh, a proposal because one of the real problems for me is just the discomfort of sitting in one place all the time now yeah. 
if the, if you could maybe like I, I, the dream is always like oh I could sit in a uh, you know one of those bicycle uh, yep. exercise machines yep. just, while I'm while I'm reading a book I, and I see people I I have in the past seen people at the gym but I I don't know I I don't you know if you're just sitting there even then it starts to chafe and you still need bicycle shorts so it, <laughs> yeah it, it, it's uh, i think it may be simply a matter of clothing I, i'm just i'm just throwing that out well there, it could guys. well be it could well be and then i uh, here's something uh that the, our listener wouldn't know i happen to know even though i'm not where you are right now you tend to stand during this podcast so that's you're not right. even sitting during this no. so that's one of the great things about the whole working from home thing. Cause if you were in a studio, oh. probably have to be, have the headphones on and sit yep. in those seats and with the, you know, uh, and, and, and do and, and it that with way. a big microphone. I can move yeah, the microphone yeah. around, around and maybe I, but I couldn't move my chair. It could squeak. It could cause problems. You're right. And I remember, and, uh, I used to be, um, in a writing team to, uh, uh, yeah. when I was in T- TV for many years and, and people would ask, which one is the guy, you know, when you'd go in for jobs and so on, you know, uh, the, or the agents would say, well, which one of you is the guy who sits at the type, typewriter? I think they may have said that, but, you know, sits mm-hmm. at the computer and, and which is the one who paces, mm. right? Like there's like they, in their mind, that's how that's how it works. If somebody sits. One of the guys sits at the typewriter like in Dick Van, the old Dick Van Dyke show, uh, and, and somebody else is pacing around and coming up with, and I would have to be the pacer. But what if two people are the pace? You know, what if both, oh. right? That scared me, and that eventually. Yeah. Well, that, uh, these days, of course, you could get around up with an with iPhone, just you could speak into it and, and yeah. kind of do the audio, and, and it works that way. But, <laughs> but again, we're not trying to, you know, completely absolve us of any you know, shortcomings at all. No, let's surely, be very clear about that. Yeah, I mean, right. I have not read the Johnny Cars book and I've had it now probably upwards of 12 years now you gifted it to me <laughs> or loaned to me. And uh, and again, this is a, I think Carol would be interested in yep. this discussion because because yeah. uh, usually it's about, well, why does it take so long? When's it going to be finished? He doesn't want to talk about that. Yeah. Who blames him? But he'd love to for me to say, I'm reading your book. I've gotten further into it. Frankly, I would have finished the Carson book in terms of time and actual words. I'm sure that I've already finished the Carson book in terms in many, of- In many ways, yes. Yeah. Well, definitely you finished just, and what you've read, even before, like just 160, there are books that are just that long, 165 pages. Oh, and that not as dense. Book. I mean, this is and, long, and, and long paragraphs and sentences. you read. Yeah, they're beautifully written, powerfully written. Uh, but well, they but, better yeah, so, be. It's some some aren't though, Scotty. Let's uh, let's be honest. Some 165 pages oh, books. Oh no, yes, of other books, of course. And uh, and there are some books that are just long and they shouldn't be. But this that, that, really is every word there is there for a reason. And you know that too. You know that yes. from his work ethic, he thought about that for every a long word. Time. He, he believed in in that. There's a fr- another French word, and I forgot it. But the 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 best word, whatever that means, Beaumont. Would it be Beaumont or the, the bone word or it's something it's something like Beaumont, but it's a yeah. Close, but anyway, he yeah, searching for the best word, which is what we do on a daily oh, basis. Absolutely, Scotty. and we and we when, when we're talking, when we do, when we speak, we're speaking with the best words we can come up with absolutely. in the moment. Absolutely, and when we write, even though we don't have the luxury of spending you know weeks and months on every podcast, it's a two a week. But we do certainly go back and rewrite and all that. So and, the pride is find- there. We have the same. We're not someone going, well, what's the point of putting anything into this? No, we put a lot into it. We just we, we also have a lot of ideas we don't have time to get to because we have so many ideas. Yes. And we 
don't have the focus to go, we're just going to do that. So, so I see where you're going with yeah. this, Scotty. We're, we're the perfect sort of people to hang out with Robert Carroll. He, <laughs> I, we get him, he gets us. Yeah, we're, we're basically the same, even though he his zip slice is off the charts. Oh, yeah. But once he and again, look, we can't hear something. I'm sure you, you knew this, too. We're not going to show up in his office because he and, hey, yeah, we're great. Yeah. And he'd say, you know, I know. No, we would hang out together, but I'm working. Yeah. He's got the stuff on the board. But what we should do when he takes his walk in Central Park or wherever, then and only yeah. then once he's finished for the day, then we can meet up and then it would be you know, a great kind of collaboration. Oh, well, and here's what's great about it, Scott. And you said it, you, you alluded to it earlier in this podcast. And gosh, I'll never forget it when you said it, because it was really only eight minutes ago. Yeah. You said uh, 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 something to the effect of that, you know, you didn't want to, you wouldn't want to be one of the guys who went up and said, when are you going to finish uh, the last volume of the LBJ book? No. You know, that that's one thing I'm so glad that you didn't do. Hey, what, you know, and, and even... Uh, uh, one even better is you didn't get, get you know you didn't make your face kind of in, in an un, unhappy way like what's the matter with you Carol what what's you know falling down on the job that would be totally hypocritical oh no I would never even think that. you would so never I even felt- think of that I did think of it only to, to uh, uh, by way of saying hey good job Scotty well way it made go. me feel great sense of relief and also maybe Tommy just maybe. I was employing a bit of Mr. Caro by saying I could just stride over to him and say whatever comes to my mind, or I could show more rigor and some time read the book and then come back and be a little more, uh, you know, prepared. And and so uh, yeah, that's uh, that that's the great thing because I'm sure he would love it if you came back to him and and you said, you know, I read, read all 1165 pages of you know the Power Broker, and. I, I have a few thoughts on the matter, and I and I, here's another thing I'm I would recommend that you don't. I know you wouldn't do this, but some of our pod listeners, more casual listeners, um, you know, might benefit from from this uh, a bit of advice. I would say, don't go. You know, after you've read the book, and yes, you, you have every right to feel proud, like you've accomplished something amazing. But then, then if you do see Carol, as you say, walking in the park at the end of the day, or or even in a coffee shop, don't go up to him and say, you know, I read your book. I have a few changes I'd like to suggest. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I wouldn't do it even to the a pedestrian author, anybody, but no, Robbie, I would never. No, you never would do that. No, no, I'd go, I loved it. I think around 850, I could, I would have maybe, uh, no, no, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, like, like you wouldn't go up to him and say, you know, I just, I just don't think you needed that whole paragraph <laughs> about, about the Van Wick. Uh, express yeah, that could have gone no no and i would never <laughs> dream of that to anyone and you also, never dream of just, it that's the good thing he would I, like somebody actually to say i love the book and probably yeah that's it because who needs to hear about so really you went to text this or you really spent so yeah. you really write an outline no no just to say it was i'm not a you know certainly would say i'm not mr like mr godley but i'm, I'm not a reader I, I couldn't even finish the johnny carson book and it would be funny if he said huh that's funny i never got to that book either <laughs> And then we'd that laugh was... and, and he'd throw his arm around me and, and, and you 
Sacramento, we'd stroll through the park. And, uh, I never even thought of that, actually. That that would have been one of those great things you would never expect. You know, you, yeah. you know, Mr. Gottlieb, and I, and I would, you know, call, start out calling him Mr. Gottlieb. Yeah, just, yeah. Or not Gottlieb or, or, or Mr. Carroll, Carroll yeah. or Mr. Gottlieb. Actually. Oh, I would say Mr. to both. Yeah. But yeah. If they were, let's say where they were both together, you, you, you know, and, and you'd say, hey, great to see you guys are getting along. And because I yeah. part of the movie was about how they didn't wouldn't be in the same room together a lot of the time. And and that was unusual uh, uh, when they got together. But uh, you go up there and say, you know, listen, I, I read, I wish I could say I got through your book, but I'm still working on the Johnny Carson book. And, 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 you, and, you, and, you, and you just cringe when you say it because you're like, why am I telling these people this thing? They don't need to know about. And then and, and, and it just makes me look like I'm not I, I'm I'm the opposite of a great reader. Gottlieb yeah. is there. What, listen, Carol. And and uh, and then they and they say, you know what? They both say this, Scotty. They look at each other and go, it's funny you should say that. I never got through that book either. And then <laughs> well, you wind up working at The New Yorker as, a, as a, an assistant editor. Well, I mean, and to be fast friends with Messrs. Gottlieb and Caro. And, and, well, and that, that, that would, that's a given. Yeah, you know? that would be. And so, yeah, so, that, so I think that would be the common bond. So I, I think the lesson here is tell the truth. Beyond, don't say, uh, I love the power broker. Yeah, and my second favorite is the Johnny Carson book, <laughs> Bombastic Bushkin. <laughs> Because, no, let me just say, and I'll say, uh, you know, it's kind of funny. I read all 1147 pages and loved it. The Bamber, still on page 63 of the Johnny Carson book. And they would light up and I can't oh. believe you're saying it. We have the same thing. And, they, you know, so that, I see that already yeah. happening. And that and comes from just saying the truth, Scotty. You just come exactly. out and, and blurting out the truth that, that you know, I mean, that's the thing. It's like that. That if you go up to to them and you don't say that you only read sixty five pages of a, of the Johnny Carson book, you know, are you are you you know are you really coming clean? You know, with yeah. And then I'm just the guy who read something the he doesn't broker. really care about. You know, that's yeah. the other thing. I mean, he appreciates that I read it. I liked it. But if I could bring up the Carson book, that's the. And by the way, something <laughs> I would. I so know some people are going to write in. Why? Why couldn't you just gone up to him and said you read it and loved it? And when you had it, first of all, as we know, Tommy, truth is an endangered uh, yeah. species uh, these days. So why would I add to that? But I could never. And, they could, and he could grill you, too. I mean, well, could, well, that's, of course. That's, so that, really, that's so, the thing. So but, really, uh, what you was read your, it, huh? What was and your then, take on this? Something, and you can't just go, oh, yeah, I love that. It would be a question that would show you how to read the book. And I that would be I just I'd have to slink away with yeah. my tail between my legs. That well, I'd that's have to the purchase thing. For that occasion. Too. <laughs> and that's the problem, you know, and you have to know how to slink, too. I'm not even yeah. sure I can slink very well. And I probably stumble. The worst thing you can do when you're slinking away is you stumble on something and then yeah. you look, you're not even slinking well. So, yeah, you don't walk march away proudly like you scored some points. You didn't. You didn't. No, no. That's why th this is the one time where I felt good about not going over them, even with the enormous respect I have. But I hope to get the chance to do so when I do finish. Uh, the power well, that broker. I think you should you should wait you know hang out and wait wait for him and where where yeah you know. and not in a in a stalking way not in a stalking of, way yeah that's and carry the book with me yes but that's going to be mm. for years of carrying the book and lugging it that's a but but then for the one time when we do meet it's, oh, it's just funny I just happen to be carrying it with yeah. me yeah um, you want that autograph in the book Scotty you want him to well, sign because. Uh, uh, because uh, uh, one great twist on it is you carry the book with you and he offers it after after reading it and it takes you 10 years to read it. 
and he's still alive. Yeah. And you run into him and, he's, and, and you've got the book and, you, and he said, oh, well, that's and, and you tell him you, you got through the book and it's it just, and it was great. And by the way, Scotty, you might think he's tired of hearing that. I bet you, uh, just as you pointed out, most people talk about how uh, his his zitzfleisch and his amazing industriousness. Maybe nobody has really uh, given him enough, you know, well, they just on just the quality exactly. of his writing. Well, there's, you know, very prominent people. This, you could be one of the first person in 10 years to say, I really enjoyed the book. And and then tears well up in his eyes. <laughs> no, and, exactly. Because there are people who you assume, well, they don't need to hear it. And, and no. Uh, and, you know, because he's talking about everything else as, as if well, I'm not going to just be like everyone else. And right. Enjoy the book. And you say it. And he stops going, what do you say? And then I go, oh, what did I say? <laughs> I just said I really love the power broker. Wow. He stops, as you say, tears well. Yeah. And I see, I definitely see a hand on my shoulder. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's yeah. the that's the payoff, Scotty. Yeah. I was gonna say that the, the real twist too, another twist in that scene is that he then says, after he puts his hand on his shoulder, he says, You want me to sign your copy? And you say no. Isn't oh, that just, interesting? You say no, I don't want you to sign it. And, and, and he goes, why not? And then and then you have to come up with some great reason. But it's 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 I mean, just the, the drama of saying, no, you've done enough works, you know, something like that. Yeah. You, or you you you, know, you, you, you save that writing because he writes longhand, by the way, right. save those fingers for finishing the uh, the LBJ book and, and, and no pressure but be sure you say no no pressure. no pressure or whatever other book comes after that and or That's I could right. just say the only words that matter to me sir are the ones that are in this book and I hold it up yeah and he smiles and goes yeah you know but I but frankly though I would want the signature but you would, uh, you but, would but, want it but it's you a would. lovely story anyway because I would feel that somehow I wouldn't phrase it well enough is my fear to justify not wanting the signature. Right. Then it seemed like, well, what's wrong with my signature? Yeah. yeah it's a good idea. If he offers to, to sign the book after you've read it, let him sign it. I think that's, yeah. a, that's a good advice for anybody listening to this podcast. Yeah. I don't maybe, say, no, I don't. Uh, why yeah. would I want you to, to deface my book? Maybe I want to sell it. Maybe I want to <laughs> keep, keep those. You know, you, you get a little annoyed with him. Yeah. And I don't have the, again, if it was a fantastic answer that would make him feel even better, I would say it. But I can't, I don't think I would think of it. No, no. Just go ahead. Let him sign the book. Let him, you know, uh, what's your name? And, uh, you know, hey, thanks for reading the book. Let me, this yeah. reminds me of something that um, a couple of, well, uh, I, uh, I once went to, um, in, this was in New York. My sister's husband at the time uh, was, uh, is a was a blues um piano player and he was yeah. playing with um uh keith richards mm. and and a bunch of uh, and and, and uh, who's the famous guitar player uh from the cream oh clapton eric clapton oh, wow. it's a big band it was a big yeah. in a studio big studio in new york city we all went uh, my wife at the time and i went there it was very incredible and afterwards we could just walk up to keith Richards and you know, hey, great, you know, whatever it was they were doing, you know, I think they were. It, it was some kind of a rehearsal type of thing, and um, and I, because I had read his book, I had read it cover to cover. Keith Richards uh -huh. had written a book, and and it wasn't. I found it very fun read, and I says to him, I says, Mr. Richards, I said, I really enjoyed your book, Scotty. Do you know what he said? No. He I... said, Cool, man, <laughs> and he sounded like he really meant it. Oh, that's said, cool, Keith man. Richard, Keith Richards said to me, Scotty, to yeah. me, 
Tom Saunders cool meant. And that came from re- from reading his book. So who that's knows what Robert Carroll will say? No, because had you not read the book and just said, I enjoyed your guitar playing, he might not, <laughs> it might not even registered in his hearing. He might not be the knowledge. Oh, no, he's just, heard that too many but, times. But the book, no, and I think you're right. When I see Mr. Carroll, I'm going to just quite cut to the chase and say, I love the power broker. Yeah, I think that. And- and you'll be who knows what what Robert how his reaction will be. It could change your life. Well, Scotty, on that note, I mean, this has been an incredible journey through the the world of Zitzfleisch and and yes. and and autographed copies and just reading in general. So I, I have to put this: we really do need to send this uh, to the Library of Congress oh, immediately. This and, podcast. And, oh, absolutely! Because we'll donate know, reading, reading is everything, and and as coming from me especially. I think yeah. it'd be a great inspiration to other, uh, uh, you know, less active readers like myself. But that's all changing now as <laughs> I continue changed. to read The Power yeah. Broker. And I, while I do that, I remain sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman. I'm always going to be Tom Saunders, and we're getting through this.